that sweet aroma I'm bold and beautiful I can hardly wait to taste Early morning Something wonderful Is about to make my day Hey! Give me a good cup of coffee Give me a word that rocks me a whole lot of Jesus and a little caffeine. World waits out the front door. Let it wait just a bit more. Because I need Jesus and a little caffeine. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land, and welcome to another episode of Jesus and Coffee. Amen. My name is Jay Brooks, and I'm your host for this devotional Bible study. I'm a Christian, a husband, a father, and a grandfather. I love Jesus, and I love coffee, hence the name of this broadcast. I have my Bible open in front of me in a nice hot mug of dark roast coffee, so I have everything I need to start my day. This isn't really about coffee, it's all about Jesus. I just drink coffee while I'm doing it, and I happen to love this song by John Waller. My wife and I met him in August of 2017 at a free concert he gave in a church here in New England. We had a nice conversation and he wasn't trying to get rid of us. He was genuinely interested in getting to know us a little bit. Check out his music and if you have a chance to go see him I highly recommend it. He is a good Christian brother who loves Jesus and loves coffee so that makes him my kind of guy. So let's get things started, shall we? Today I will once again be reading from the English Standard Version or ESV. I'm going to read John chapter 19 verses 23 through 27. Let's pray and get into the word. Almighty God, we come to you in the name of Jesus and we ask you to open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things from your holy word. Change us with your word because we desperately need to be changed. Speak to us through your word, because we desperately need to hear your voice and reveal yourself to us from your word, because we desperately need to know you. Amen. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts. One part for each soldier. Also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, let us not tear it but cast lots for it to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture which says, They divided my garments among them, and for they, my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things, but standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciples whom he loved, standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple he loved, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her to his own home. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Yes, this is the same passage as the last episode. It will be the same passage as the next episode as well. Matthew 27, 39-43 will shed more light on what is happening here. It says, And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. 
So also the chief priests with the scribes and elders mocked him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts God. Let God deliver him now, if he desires him. For he said, I am the Son of God. John doesn't mention this mocking. That's why I read it. He does mention what Pilate wrote about Jesus being the king of the Jews. It was customary for the crime the condemned was being executed for to be posted on his cross. Pilate is having some fun with the chief priest by stating that Jesus' crime was being king of the Jews. Matthew doesn't mention the chief priest complaining to Pilate that he posted king of the Jews as Jesus' crime. In the passage I just read from Matthew, the chief priests, in their mocking, actually called Jesus the king of the Jews. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross and we will believe in him. They say that because they couldn't get Pilate to change what he wrote. They are, of course, being sarcastic when they say he is the king of Israel, indicating that in their opinion, Jesus is no such thing. They are shaming Jesus like he shamed them every time they confronted him. Jesus' humiliation, the thing they wanted most so they could regain their honor in this society that ran on honor and shame, is now complete. So they pile on by sarcastically calling him the king of Israel. I'm going to read Psalm 22 now. As you listen, I hope the reason I'm reading it will become evident. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but I find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel, and you are fathers trusted. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried and were rescued. And you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They make mouths at me. They wag their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, for he delights in him. Yet you are he who took me from the womb. You made me trust you at my mother's breast. On you was I cast from birth. In my mother's womb, you have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, and there is none to help. Many bulls encompass me, strong bulls of Bashan surround me. They open wide their mouths at me like a ravening and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within my breast. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. You lay me in the dust of death, for dogs encompass me. A company of evildoers encircles me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But you, O Lord... Do not be far off. Oh, you, my help, come quickly to my aid. Deliver my soul from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion. You have rescued me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will tell of your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him. 
and stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel, for he has not despised or abhorred the affliction of the afflicted. And he has not hidden his face from him, but has heard when he cried to him. From you comes my praise in the great congregation, my vows I will perform before those who fear him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever, and the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before you. For kingship belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth eat and worship before him shall bow all who go down to the dust. Even the one who could not keep himself alive, posterity shall serve him. It shall be told of the Lord to the coming generation. They shall come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn, that he has done it. This psalm, which was written hundreds of years before, is clearly describing the scene we just read about. So for today, I will meditate on the gospel account and the psalm that I just read, Psalm 22. And I pray you will do the same and be moved to understand the Bible better. Thank you for listening to Jesus and Coffee. Amen. And may God richly bless you.